Welcome to I've Got One, a podcast for the stories that define us. I'm Jim O'Connell. And I'm Andy Sharafsky. And on this week's episode, we have for you a story about something that we all, I think, kind of take for granted. Yeah, it's about our food and the people that grow it for us. And in this case, about one particular farmer. My name is Jennifer Colburn. I am scattered all over the place and yet somehow incredibly organized. Uh, I am uh, passionate about a lot of things but have trouble sticking with one particular thing. I want to be a morning person, but I'm not. I love my cat more than life. And I'm from Indiana in a super small town. Uh, of like 4,000 people. Without thinking about it too much, if you could give a title to the story that you're about to tell and we're about to embark on. Okay. Uh, Trouble at the farm. Your relationship garden. Plant three rows of peas. Peace of mind, peace of heart, peace of soul. Plant four rows of squash. Squash gossip, squash indifference, squash grumbling, squash selfishness. Plant three rows of lettuce. Let us be faithful. Let us be kind. Let us be happy. Let us really love one another. At the end of June in 2016, last year, um, my husband and I were kind of gearing up for our wedding. Uh, Our wedding date was July 23rd, and we were kind of doing a lot of it ourselves. We had like a day of coordinator, but most of the planning was uh, me and him just doing it all ourselves. So I was pretty much like tied to my email uh, nonstop, uh, you know, coordinating all the vendors. Um, We got married at a brewery in our neighborhood actually, and they had never had a wedding before. So I was working out a bunch of like awkward logistical things with them. We were just like in the middle of planning. So that's kind of what was going on then in my life when we were signing up for the CSA. CSA is a community supported agriculture. So you essentially buy a share in a local farm and in return you receive a share of the harvest. Sometimes that includes work on the farm, but generally in Chicago or like the city, it's just you make a financial contribution and they drop it off once a week or once every two weeks and you go and get your box of veggies slash fruit or whatever is part of that CSA. I have this like one memory of like being in Trader Joe's and filling a cart and then just abandoning it and walking out of the store because I just get a lot of anxiety about making so many choices. And so to me, getting a box of vegetables like every week that someone else chose for me is like my ideal. I'm supporting a local farm. It's organic. It's great. It's like all the things. And so I found the CSA on you know a local website where you look for CSA in your area and it was a lady farmer I was like great this is amazing and we signed up for a mini share at the end of June not really knowing when it was going to start but it was supposed to be I promised 18 to 20 weeks of uh, a bountiful harvest so we signed up sent our money in and we were good to go I'm not going to say her real name, but Farmer Lee came into our lives through the CSA and we learned a lot, uh, a lot more about her life than about vegetables.
it looks like I was ordering Randall's tie <laughs> that week. Um, and yeah, just buying lots of stuff. I have like a note that my credit card limit is down to $500, $500 remaining. <laughs> the days were just kind of flying by, being busy, planning for the wedding. Um, but I began to wonder like just exactly when the CSA was supposed to start. So on the 9th of July, I sent a note to uh, Farmer Lee uh, asking, hey, just checking in, you know, when the CSA is going to start. Because just from my own knowledge, I know that generally they do start in like July-ish. That's the the first harvest. So <laughs> I got a reply back on the 9th of July, which is actually just a message to the whole CSA group. I'm so sorry. I'm sure waiting for word from me has taken its toll, and I thank you for being so patient about answers. I didn't have any answers myself, so I was hesitant to give any. What's happened has thrown me off center, and I've been trying to get things back on track. Um, so Farmer Lee then went into uh, a whole harrowing saga she's had with her refrigeration. She had been through four different parts on her refrigeration unit. Um, it was working great uh, up until the first week of July, and it just went kaput. So all of her veggies were spoiling, and she was just donating them to a free lunch program at the local church because she couldn't keep them uh, for her delivery on the weekend. We missed two weeks of delivery, so... Then on the 17th, which was five days before our wedding, we got a message that she was delivering. And lo and behold, we got a box of vegetables uh, five days before our wedding when we really didn't have any time to cook. But like, by God, we were going to use them. <laughs> and we really did our best. Let's see. I definitely went to and did yoga that week and went to core power. That's great. You know, I had to have a have a workout to get the wedding stress out. It looks like our greenery was delivered to the house, which was great. I lost my debit card. <laughs> I got a new debit card the day before the wedding. <laughs> that makes total sense. Randall and I had an email exchange where we shared articles on how to write your wedding vows. And then it looks like the 23rd was our wedding. It was like the hottest day of the summer. It was 100 degrees. Luckily, we got married inside. And uh, it was just like the best day ever. It was amazing. So the day after our wedding, Farmer Lee was supposed to do a delivery. Um, we were not going to get it, of course, because we had skipped town. We were doing a little mini honeymoon in Michigan. Um, so it was like, oh, bummer. You know, our CSA just started delivering and we're going to miss it. But oh, well. Um, and there wasn't really an option to reschedule the delivery. She just donated your stuff if you weren't going to be there. But we did get an email from her as we were driving to Michigan. This is an uh, email from the 24th of July. CSA delivery woes, but it's on the way. Robin here. Farmer Lee was well on her way to timely deliveries this morning when her truck's engine blew out about two miles east of Randall Road. Help is on the way to unload the veggies and get them to their destinations. Note, this does not affect the Monday deliveries, which will take place as usual. Stay tuned for specific times, but expect delays. Thank you for your patience. And then there was a follow-up to that. Let's see, I gotta find that one. CSA Delivery Update, Chicago Sunday Deliveries. Hi again, Robin here. 
A good friend has met up with Farmer Lee with a rented truck and they have transferred the CSA share boxes from one truck to the other. On a personal note, I have been in contact with Lee over the past several days. Best laid plans for harvest, washing, and packing have been thwarted repeatedly by severe storms, lightning, the resulting mucky fields, and an electrical outage. Despite all of these setbacks, Farmer Lee and her crew work through the night to prepare your share boxes, upsizing them to give you more value because of the delayed season start. Oh, and then the engine on her truck blew out. I tell you this just to give you a snapshot of the life of a small-scale farmer that you are supporting through your membership in the Community Supported Agriculture Program. Thank you for continued patience and support. So we got married. It was amazing. It was the best day of our lives. And we went on this little mini honeymoon to Michigan. And then we came back and I got promoted. I mean, I knew it was happening, but I literally started my new job like three days after we got married, which is crazy. So lots of good things happening in our lives. Uh, but unfortunately, um, just the beginning of what was going on at the at the farm. So that next weekend, the 29th, I got an email uh, from Farmer Lee. CSA, what we'll do now. It says, hi all. Well, to quote Mother Teresa, I know God will not give me anything I can't handle. I just wish he didn't trust me so much. I don't know what to make of the series of calamities, one right after the other, that have manifested this season. I plan a much different and somewhat spectacular, impressive scenario. If I was writing a novel, I'd have to leave out the truck engine blowing out on Sunday morning just before CSA deliveries and the farmer's market. It would seem too unbelievable. So what to do? Three question marks. What to do? Five question marks. The truck is just as much of a pivotal piece of the operation as the walking cooler was, and it must be fixed. For instance, I've already looked into alternatives and they're just not practical. $700 to rent a budget truck for a week's worth of transportation, and that's without the fuel costs. Now the bottom line is the truck needs a new engine, it will run about $4,000 and it'll take two weeks. In which case I will not be delivering this week. I wish these catastrophes weren't in the picture at all, and instead wonderful share boxes were showing up on time every week that would delight your senses, pique your interest in nutrition, and encourage the cook in you. I know it's what you'd like to see as well. She begins a quote. A woman is like a tea bag. You never know how strong she is until she gets in hot water, said Eleanor Roosevelt. And this is hot water for sure. But I am determined to strive to share the best of what can happen through a CSA relationship for you, the shareholder, if I can make it happen. An interpretation for meaning in all of this might be the right kind of farming takes money, stamina, and the belief that what you're doing is the high road to a healthy planet and to healthy people. I'll end this for now, thankful for your support. And with this one last good quote, we are stronger together. Farmer Lee and the crew. That's three quotes. That's amazing. I love it. Three quotes in one email. <laughs> I love it so much. It's epic. Yeah. It's really, really. It's amazing. It's, yeah. it's really epic. It does also like fill you with the sense of like, I, I feel sad. And, like, I know. Pathos. And this is where like I struggle because I'm like, gosh. You know, because I, I was pretty upset because we spent several hundred dollars on this. But at the same time, I'm like, gosh, I, I can't. I like can't be mad at this woman. Like she's going through some horrible stuff. I'm like almost just amazed. <laughs> like I'm amazed by like her, <laughs> like how she expresses herself and like her perception of the world. And I don't know. I think she's she's fascinating. 
I took a ride in a lift uh, driven by Pablo on August 3rd. Got a note from TurboTax. I don't know what that's about. Oh, I ordered some, uh, I got really into pins. I decided I was into pins and I ordered three different pins the first week of August, which uh, Randall and I had a small fight about. <laughs> so you can't waste your money on these pins. I bought one that's a pizza. Uh, what what else is my other pin? I think I have all these still. Oh, and there's some kitty ones. And they're great. They're on my desk at work. I love them so much. I was adding Randall to the bank account. You know, married people combining their finances. Let's see. I signed up for my circus class again. I tried to sell my wedding decor on Craigslist. <laughs> and, and that was unsuccessful. <laughs> but I, I see here I was making posts. On the 13th of August, we got some communication from Farmer Lee. The subject line is CSA update, urgent, no deliveries this weekend. I've based my projections of what to do on the Mechanic Peters rescue plan for the truck, and with that, consequently, my delivery possibilities. But he made a huge mistake. The new Suzu engine he thought he was ordering is not right. The engine size that's needed for my truck is not being made anymore by a Suzu. The option is used engines made from 1999 to 2003. Since we've become sure of that, I've been uh, hard at it in, a, in an earnest quest. I originally thought I had to scramble for $4,000, but now I'm looking at scrambling for $8,000. Renting the Penske truck um, last week for deliveries was impractical and too costly. I wish I could say that I broke even after the revenue from the farmer's market, but I didn't and I was worn out with the extra travel. I'm back home to find my walk-in cooler has gone out again. A part will be here on Tuesday, but food has been compromised. And to top it off, I'm waiting to send this email while US Cellular is taking forever to restore my internet. It's beyond what I can cope with right now, and I'm sure it's beyond what you would like to cope with as well. Bottom line, there will be no deliveries this weekend, and I need to come up with some good plan. I've asked myself why a thousand times. To those of you who are new to this idea of CSA, it's really not always like this. My apologies. Farmer Lee and the crew. We ordered some sushi, my husband and I. We were hosting SummerSlam. Uh, my husband loves to watch wrestling, so we're having people over uh, to watch wrestling. Um, so that was pretty much what was going on with us. Meanwhile, at the farm, we get into kind of some local politics that gets like layered on. She actually um, had not attended her farmer's market since the beginning of August, and they had accepted that as her resignation. And so she got kicked out of the farmer's market she'd been in for nine years. She even had a meeting with the manager of the market. CSA dash dash update, please read. He called that morning. He said he would meet me a mile from the chamber office in a restaurant at 2 p.m. and that he would limit the time he would give me to one half hour. That half hour represented the entire discussion with administration and my exit from the market. He would not and did not reconsider his decision, kept glancing at his watch, and really did limit my time with him to the half hour he had offered out to me. I spent the rest of the day Wednesday afternoon talking about this to the people in my industry and trying to figure out how to cope with this new development. Farmers markets should be there to strengthen and support farmers so they can strengthen and support the community. I believe this present development to be merely a symptom of some of the many hidden problems in the current food awareness movement. 
But then again, sometimes when you really need it, you do get the support you were wishing for. The following is from a shareholder last week, and I truly thanked him. When I signed up for a CSA, I was thinking community-supported agriculture, and that is what I am supporting as part of this community. Things will come together for you and the farm. We continue to support the CSA. Your dedication will pan out. Once again, I am sorry, Farmer Lee. Uh, so, you know, I really felt bad for her getting kicked out of her farmer's market. Uh, but at the same time, I'm like, gosh, you haven't been there since August. So like, of course they thought you quit. And like, it's really competitive to get a spot. And now there's all these people, you know, I'm like so conflicted where I'm like, I care about her as a person, but like, it's just like, ah, like you're, you aren't, you aren't doing what you promised. And like, uh, and the, the guy was upset because he had heard that she wasn't delivering her CSA and he didn't want the um, market's reputation uh, to, or people to come to the farmer's market and be like, where's my vegetables? And like, from his perspective, I like, I get it. I actually, when I Googled her farm, uh, I found a fundraiser from the previous year, 2015, where a tornado had hit the farm actually. And uh, so she needed like to do a, like a Kickstarter kind of thing to like get the farm back on its feet. So I'm like, man, this lady has just had like a, a horrible couple of years. <laughs> I mean, she's like the kooky aunt I never had, you know, that like I imagine her like making macrame and like giving it to me for Christmas and just me pretending that I love it because I love her so much but she's just a totally out there. Like, she's a bad farmer, but I love her. Uh, and you know, you appreciate, like, I appreciate the honesty because it's, it's almost hard to believe it at, at this point. I was like, how can so much calamity, and she even says it, how can so much calamity befall one person? Uh, I just, I don't know, my heart goes out to her so much. So at that point, I didn't really expect this was gonna keep going. Um, I thought maybe that would be the last I heard from her. Um, but the next week, uh, we got another email, um, CSA-update, please read. I thought about delivering this weekend, but there are farm demands that can't wait and will actually and hopefully enhance your delivery if I see either of those jobs. CSA-delivery scheduled for next weekend. Delivery is scheduled for next weekend. Email saying as much should have gone out, but was stuck in the system. Someone just emailed to ask about the delivery or I wouldn't have known. On the morning of the 30th, CSA update dash delay. I wanted to leave it to, as planned, our new used truck had problems, but I did get a note a few hours later that my delivery had arrived. So she was slightly delayed, but she made it. Um, that following week, CSA dash dash another delivery, but not this weekend. Some of you have mentioned that you would like an opportunity to use what was in last week's delivery, so it's not too much to deal with at one time, especially to those who chose a mini share for that very reason. That works out best for me as well. With this great weather, I'm able to work on the farm, plowing to prepare for the next season's early start. To put everyone at ease, the problem was that the truck battery was run down enough that it wouldn't start when I went to get going at 2 a.m. Someone had left the interior cab light on and it wasn't noticed. No one was available to quote, jumpstart the truck at the time in the morning, but the neighbor was glad to help at six. I myself am quote, gun shy after all that's happened, but no worries, I believe the truck will be okay to the finish line. For those of you that wondered about the watermelon radishes, sliced on the thin side, they make great snacks with a little ricotta cheese spread on top. CSA, dash dash, delivery day chain for Monday. 
We're gonna need one more day of harvesting packing before our delivery can be made. The vehicle used to bring everything in from the fields delivered is short in the wiring and it took all the latter part of the afternoon to find and fix it. We just got it running, but it's too dark and too late to finish now. Your boxes were planned for Thanksgiving. Winter squashes, large butternuts, spaghetti and delicata, celery and red and yellow onions, green garlic, thyme, sage, marjoram, parsley, carrots, kale. I'd like to get them to you on Monday. Please watch your email tomorrow evening and I'll let you know the time plan for each site delivery. No, this is the most important. I cannot forget this. Um, do, do, do. Hold on. I have to find this email. Ah, okay. So Monday, uh, we were supposed to get our Thanksgiving CSA delivery, our final uh, delivery. Uh, it was supposed to go on Monday. Um, and then on the morning of 1121, uh, I get this email, CSA dash dash update. I just got a last minute heads up saying that the power company is taking down the red cedar tree this morning. It's the last tree standing of so many that seemed like a gift to me when I moved here 43 years ago, a young woman from Chicago with trees of my own. I was one of two whose branches arched across an imagined entrance and framed my little house. This young woman from Chicago had a house with a front yard full of trees and a farm to take care of. There was a catalpa that bloomed big, beautiful white blossoms every spring and reminded me of so many in Chicago that as kids we picked cigars from in the fall. There were three sugar maple trees right in the front yard and three weeping willows, one behind the house and two near the garden. This is the last tree. Half of those trees have been under power line from the beginning and I've fought all these years to protect them from being cut down through talks of easements and right of ways. They saw them as a threat to electric service because their branches might touch the line in a wind and short out service. Although I took my stewardship seriously, almost all of those trees came down in the tornado. The biggest of the sugar maples fell between my car and the truck right across the porch without crushing anything. Sarah, my daughter, has said that I love the trees and they love me back. They took the brunt of the storm and probably saved my life and the house I was in when the tornado hit. When we had to put it in a retaining wall, Along the west side of the house and dug close to the foundation, we found that the house was encircled by a thick, long root, pinkish in color, wrapped around the foundation like a hug. If I seem to be taking too long with this story, it's because through all of these past two years, I've tried to be brave and strong and look for meaning in all the seeming chaos that has come my way. I'm supposed to leave with your delivery today while this last tree is being taken down. If I'm not here, there will be no witness for it and no heartfelt goodbyes. I might not be able to hold on to the farm after these last two years, and I'd like to take this day and the last little bit of stewardship and gratitude for having to be able to be here at all. So I decided that I'm staying when they take that last tree in the yard. Through all the trimming they did after the tornado, the tree looked a little raggedy. As the representative was here insisting that tree was coming down, I looked up at it, all four stories of it, and called it magnificent. He looked at me as if I was one of those silly tree huggers. Well, this morning, I'm staying on the farm to hug this tree back as it goes down. I have to do something that makes sense for me through all this and something that feels like closure. I will leave when it's all over and be there for you tomorrow instead. Because you have shared in this season, you will be here as well. Farmer Lee. She just sent out emails the next day saying, dropping off here, dropping off here, leaving, uh, letting you know that 
your CSA had arrived. Unfortunately, we had left town, so uh, those went to someone else. Um, but it looks like the final email uh, we received was on 1124, CSA delivery. Just checking to see that everyone received their share box. Please let me know by email no later than 9 a.m. if you did not. Happy Thanksgiving. Firmly in the crew. And that was the last I ever heard from her. <laughs> Out of the promised 18 to 20, she delivered six weekends, and uh, we were only home for three of them. <laughs> Towards the end, uh, Farmer Lee sent this out in an email. Uh, this wasn't an announcement about a delivery. This was just an email she was forwarding along. And she just said, uh, you've probably seen this before, but in case you haven't, your relationship garden, plant three rows of peas, peace of mind, peace of heart, peace of soul, plant four rows of squash, squash gossip, squash indifference, squash grumbling, squash selfishness, plant three rows of lettuce, let us be faithful, let us be kind, let us be happy, let us really love one another. No garden should be without turnips, turn up for service when needed, turn up to help each other, turn up the music and dance. And in your garden you must have time, time for fun, time for rest, time for yourself, water freely with patience and cultivate with love. Farmer Lee. I did actually email her once uh, to complain um, uh, about the lack of deliveries and she just asked me to call her and I was terrified. I was like, I can't do it. I can't possibly talk to her. I'll fall apart. Like I know. And she did actually call me. Uh, I saw I missed a call from her and I just, I couldn't handle actually talking to her. And I, I, I backed off because I was like, I can't, I can't face this woman and everything she's been through and be like upset. I can't be upset with her. I can't be mad at her. I have had moments in my life where like something was asked of me and it was like completely legitimate or like something I promised to follow through on or some project I promised to participate in and like something went down in my life or my psyche or whatever was going on with me where like it just felt impossible at the yeah. moment. Like calamities befell me or whatever. And I remember, and I when I go through those moments, I do have this, these times where I'm like, if maybe if I just talk to people and just say like, look, here's what's going on with me. I get it, but like you have to understand. But like that's not an acceptable thing to do anymore. Right. We don't live in a world where it's acceptable for people to be like, I'm having a hard time, I can't give you what you need right mm -hmm. now. Like that's not a thing we're allowed to do. And like she's clearly from like another era. She's from like like a seventies hippy dippy, like the way she operates doesn't uh makes sense in today's world yeah, because it's just like I we're faster paced and like yeah like she had to take like a tree day mm -hmm. like yeah she had to hug a tree people can't just like take a personal day for their own reasons mm -hmm. and th like this was just a shit storm was totally out of control at that point she like still needed to take a personal day yeah. even amidst that because like she just like couldn't handle it Thanks so much for listening, and thanks to Jen Colburn for sharing her story and inbox with us this week. We've got two more episodes left this season, so as always, if you're enjoying, please follow, like, subscribe, and share with friends. I've Got One is supported by... Nobody. Financially. 
but hopefully all of you emotionally. emotionally.